Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, happy hump day. Three minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I am Sean. This is my dumb and sometimes pretty gay show. And the show is going to be pretty gay today. So swish on up to your uh, to your uh, listening device and uh, or your computer and uh, get gay with me on the air today. It's going to be a big old prideful gay fest on the Sean Show. Because uh, unless you're talking about Ryan Seacrest, all my stories are gay stories. And I'm not too sure about Ryan. Uh, anyway, uh, well, good on him, man. That guy's doing well. Good on him. He's getting the Wheel of Fortune. We'll talk about that later on. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. He's not gay. He gets way too much action. Uh, well, he does, man. He's always in like the south of France or Italy with some hot looking chick. So we have no doubts about Ryan, but the rest of the world is just gay, gay. You know, we were at, uh, we, we went to the Walmart or my wife actually was at, she was at Target yesterday. She was at Target. I, I was at Walmart a few days ago and I saw like some pride crap for little kids. And my wife was at Target yesterday with my daughter and she's sending me pictures. They, They've greatly diminished the pride stuff at Target, but there are there's kids stuff left. They they have pride stuff for little kids because boy howdy the trannies dig the kids man they want the kids on board man. I didn't see it. Uh, I I for once I was actually asleep before Gutfeld came on last night. Uh, but Trey saw it, and uh, I, it doesn't shock me. Uh, Gutfeld found some footage. You know, we've got these pride parades going all over the place. San Francisco, Seattle. There was a, a bunch of guys with their junk hanging out in Toronto. And Gutfeld, uh, you know, and one of the things, let me, uh, uh, before I get there, I, I saw some video about a week ago that was a montage of several different pride events where the dudes are freaking naked. They're naked men prancing down the street or they're wearing the leather crap and they're slapping each other with a, with little whips and stuff and riding crops. But, you know, you got dudes walking down the street and they're buck-ass naked for all intents and purposes. And 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 they, they strung together a bunch of video uh, of the kids and how they're rea- – they're little kids – are, 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 you know, mommy and daddy who are, you know, awful people are bringing their kids to this. And uh, kids see a naked guy walking by and they just have this look of either absolute, you know, confusion on their faces or they're freaked out and scared. They're, you know, I mean, it's, it's come on, man, they're little kids. And Gutfeld, I guess, showed some video last night uh, of. Uh, some naked dudes, I think it was in San Francisco at a pride parade and naked dudes, I mean, naked dudes are getting right in front of kids, squatting and shaking it right in front of them. Now, as you know, I, 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 I like to filter a lot of stuff through, well, what if I did that or what would happen to me? You know, and, and I can tell you, I'm, I'm fairly certain that if I went to any public place in this city, Maybe not around the mayor's office, but if I'm in any other part of the city and I go up to a little kid and drop my pants and shake my genitals at the kid, I'm going to be arrested. You know why? It's a freaking crime. You're assaulting a child. You're traumatizing children. And, you know, I've really kind of reached the point where I'm, I'm, I'm starting to be a little bit more in line with... I, uh, Trey's been talking about this for a, a couple of months now, and I even heard Riccardi talking about this the other night, that you know, I, I know there are all kinds of gay people, gay and lesbian people out there in that community 
who are just trying to live their lives, who are just trying to pay their bills. Uh, I got a buddy of mine I see almost every other day. He's been in a committed relationship, you know, for decades uh, with his partner. He just goes to work and goes home, and they try to live their life. And they're seeing all the same crap the rest of us are seeing with the obsession with the kids. Whether it's in Montgomery County, Maryland, and they want to, you know, teach your kids all this sex and gender crap, and that's what it is. Or it's pride parades where these a-holes are walking down the street in front of kids, wagging their junk in front of them, and mom and dad think it's just so freaking adorable. And it's sick. And, and and don't even get me started on the on the surgeries and the puberty blockers. It's it's the kids, man. And, and you know what? More gay people. I am now of the mindset. I'm going to start saying it that if you're in that community, you're gay. You know, uh, you're, you're first off, you're listening to a guy who has supported all kinds of stuff for your community throughout his entire adult life. Yeah, I, I trot that out. And you want to talk about pride? I'm proud of that. Because there are times where being a conservative talk show host over the years wasn't exactly what my audience wanted to hear me talking up gay marriage. So I don't need to polish my gay cred, all right? I I know what it is. But it's time some of you folks who are watching this crap go on start standing up and saying, you know what, that's not me. That guy walking down the street buck-ass naked in front of kids. That guy who, who is wearing a dress and probably isn't even gay who wants a little kid to sit on his lap uh, or, or sit on a kid's lap and do a dance for him or whatever the hell. That ain't me. That ain't us. It needs to stop. Now, we got a group out there, Gays Against Grooming, and they're doing it. They're out there trying to make their voices heard. And believe me, I'm an outsider. You know, I've supported a lot of stuff over the years, but I am an outsider, and I do understand that within that community, if you speak out against the orthodoxy, you will be shunned, you'll be ridiculed. Maybe you're not even really gay. I don't know if you saw what happened to Richard Grinnell yesterday uh, in the California State Senate. First openly gay man to serve in a presidential uh, cabinet, right? I'll get a little more into the details of that story, but first openly gay member of a cabinet, and uh, uh, he was being honored by, he's a Republican, he was being honored uh, in the state senate of California, and all the Democrats walked out. Walked out in disgust. I guess he's not really gay because of how he votes and what he supports. I mean... Can you define hypocrisy any better than that? So gay people, you know, if this ain't you, you need to start standing up and saying something. Because you know what? I've seen a lot of couples, long-term married couples, couples who have been together, gay couples who have adopted kids and are great parents. You care about kids. You got to start saying something about this. Unless you're cool with a whole lot of people who are idiots and who don't follow stuff and don't think about stuff and have no depth of intellect, just assuming that that's who you are. You have to show people who you really are. And what you really are are just people like anybody else. But the creeps and the, yeah, right, the perverts, I'll use that word in this regard, this tranny crap, this gender crap, it is harming your community. It is, it is not doing your community any favors. And uh, we, we talked about this on Where and Ryman. Trey's right about this as well. If you want to see a lot of gains that your community has made over the past 30 or 40 years, uh, gay marriage notwithstanding, if you want to watch all that crap get destroyed, all that, I, I said crap, that was the wrong word, all those victories for your community destroyed in a handful of years by these creeps, then don't say anything. Just, you know, kick back. But the crap with the kids is... Explain to me in what context that's good. If you're listening and you're gay or straight, I don't care what you are right now. If if you think that you got to choose love 
and dude should be able to just put on a dress and stroll into any bathroom or locker room they want to or get naked in front of kids or do drag shows for kids or give kids pornography in school. If you think all that's great, holy crap, I'd love to hear from you on the air. I'll put you on the air. You explain to me how this is good for anyone. You call me up, if that's who you are, and you explain to me how there's more than two biological genders. And somehow saying it takes a biological dude and a biological woman to make a baby. You explain to me how that's a hateful thing to say. Because you know what? If you're not standing up against any of this stuff, tacitly you agree with it. Silence is violence. So I'm asking for a member of each column there. You know, If you're somebody that thinks all this crap is great, then you call me up and explain why it's great. Maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe I don't see it. Maybe I'm just filled with hatred. So you, you clear it up for me and explain to me this crap with the kids. I'd love to hear it, man. Explain to me how it's good for kids, for their mental health, for their physical health, because I'd love to hear it. And if you're not that, <laughs> but you are gay, do you think this stuff sucks? It's horrible. It's yeah, making your life more difficult. I'd like to hear from you as well. Because, baby, it's every single stinking day now. It's unfreaking relenting. They had some, uh, some pukes, uh, these drag queen tranny idiots, and I'm sorry, that's what you are. You know, in, in Seattle, I mean, oh, how pathetic. They, they, got, they had a little stand set up for kids to come up and throw bricks at pictures of Republicans. Is that choosing love? Are you choosing love? If you get naked in front of a little kid, are you choosing love? Uh, if, you, if you're totally cool with tranny dudes beating up women who have an issue with them coming into a bathroom or a locker room, Okay, <laughs> if, if that's some, you call me up and explain to me how that crap is choosing love. Again, I'd love to hear it, man. Enlighten me. 210-599-5555. Uh, I, I'm going to start breaking down uh, some of these uh, stories, but uh, yeah, a lot of it's gay. It's just so gay. There's a lot of people, I think, also at uh, at different times who probably would have been totally cool with Pride Month and think it's great and, hey, people should be proud of who they are unless they're a jerk. And this this trans crap is just killing it, man. I said this, uh, I think, a week ago. Again, you know, I've been an ally, if you want to call me that, for all of my, my entire adult life. I've been supportive of a lot of stuff with the gay community over the years. And there were different times on the air where it didn't exactly help me. You know, and I've been that. And I see pride crap now, and I roll my eyes. I don't go, oh, hey, that's cool. Hey, wow, man, that's great. Yeah, good for gay people. No, I, I roll my eyes. I mean, Target, they're kids' clothes. <laughs> wow. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Happy hump day. It's Wednesday. We're almost, we're halfway there. We're taking your calls. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back 22 minutes after 9. This show's so gay. Sorry I got angry. I got a little worked up there, but I'm cool now. <laughs> uh, some pop culture news. Let's uh, have some fun with some pop culture news. This is an actual freaking story I saw. Billie Eilish. It's always hard for me to say her name. Billie Eilish ushers in summer with a very rare string bikini pic. That's a freaking news story, man. I looked at it. I'll be honest with you. Is she even a big deal anymore? Does people care about her still? I don't even know. Her and her brother uh, are really talented. I have to. They are I have talented. To, I have to give it to them. They're really good. 
They are talented, but she looks dirty. She just looks like she smells bad. She just looks like she doesn't bathe properly. I, I don't know why I think that. She just looks like she doesn't smell good. I know you like Fiona Apple, but she reminds me of Fiona Apple. I, I like Fiona Apple, but she also looked like she smelled bad. Bingo. Some She just has that look like she smelled. Billie Eilish just looks like she smells bad. I don't know that she does. I've never actually sniffed her. Right. But, I, 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 you know, it just seems like she smells bad. She looks unsanitary. I don't know why. Well, you know, because she always looks so dour. She looks dour and depressed. But, and you know, when she smiles, she's a beautiful young woman. She's pretty. She's she got a beautiful smile. Kind of shapely, too, in an odd way. But she just looks like she doesn't bathe enough. And I know it's odd for me to say that, but <laughs> Hello. I'm, on, I'm, on the other ed, ed, I'm on the other side of 55. I don't have to bathe anymore, okay? You should. I've already proven don't. that I can do it, okay? But Billie Eilish, you're young. You know, maybe use a little conditioner here and there. I don't know. The, the younger, gen, I know I, you know, I'm going to go off on young people again, but a lot of them, they, I don't know, they just, they don't seem to have the love of personal hygiene that maybe we had uh, when we were young. I, you know what I mean? I, well, and I don't anymore because I'm lazy, but when I was Billie Eilish's age, I'd shower nine times a day. I wanted to be clean. What happened? I don't know. Like, well, I, like I said, I, I, I got passive and, and, you know. Now I basically, I wait for my wife to say, go take a shower, you'll stink, you know, and then I go take a shower. But I got to wait till that point. I'm just saying when I was young and obsessed about my appearance, like all young people are, I bathed quite a bit. It just seems like young people today, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like their trip. <laughs> well, you remember that time back in the 90s when it was fashionable to look like you were hooked on heroin? Well, yeah. You know, the, the big, the dark circles under your and eyes. I had that going for me, yeah. yeah. It was fun. So I think it's kind of a continuation of that. Maybe, but they they're taking it. To, you ever walk into a, a like a grocery store in Austin that's populated with you know young liberals? No. The bo is it's it it's like a wall. It you walk in. I I'm not kidding you. My wife and I walked into the HEB in Austin a couple of years ago, and we smelled body odor. Like, everywhere we went, we smelled body odor. Because I guess maybe deodorant, I don't know, kills an endangered species or something, and so they don't use it. But you could smell that the H-E-B in Austin, the reek of hippie body odor everywhere you went. And if you noticed it. If I noticed it, you know it's bad. Yeah. So I'm just saying little Billie Eilish just looks like she doesn't bathe enough. And and I, I just, I can almost see the reek. I can't explain it. Maybe it's just her darkness that reeks of, you know, right. methane. And yeah, perhaps she's very, you know, very clean. She just looks miserable. She just looks miserable, dirty and miserable. She looks, like she looks she, dirty and miserable. She's not having a good time at this party. Now, a guy who looks clean and happy is Ryan Seacrest, who I don't think there's a germ on that guy. Yeah, probably not. And he's, it was announced, he's taken over for Pat Sajak on Wheel of Fortune. Now, there is a casting choice that makes absolute sense. Right. Because remember they so. were kind of, you know, with all these game shows, like uh, what's the other one? Uh, Jeopardy. Jeopardy, where they got Maya. the former child actress that does it here and there. Then Maya some other Bialik. Yeah, her, you know, they, they kind of, they don't really know what to do. But Ryan Seacrest, well, that's a perfect choice. He's perfect for that gig. And and I said this earlier, and you and I, I think have actually, Don have actually had this conversation before. He's not my cup of tea, but that guy is extraordinarily successful. He does a morning show right in L.A. Uh, yeah, I think he's syndicated. He's, is it syndicated? I think it yeah. is. Right? It uh, is. He doesn't. He doesn't do the show with. Uh, he doesn't with, do that TV show anymore. The morning Kelly show. Redwood, no. no but who anymore. who wants to do anything with her, man? You know, her husband. He's there with her now. Yeah, I don't think he even wants to do be there. He <laughs> just blackmailed him into doing it or threatened him. But Ryan Seacrest, he's just he's, he does so much. There's you can't I can't really think of a scandal that's ever followed that guy. Not really. And I, I think that's part of his appeal. I, I can't you think know, of what it, his politics are. He looks like the kind of guy your grandma would think is cute. Yeah, you know? and he he's he's very good, and he has that quality that a lot of the old school guys had, like Dick Clark, like Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. In that, when he's interviewing somebody, the person he's interviewing is the star. He's right. He's, he's wants them to show off. He yeah. wants them, you know, he's there to facilitate that. And that's a rare talent. You know, I mean, yeah. it really is. So yeah. I good good on him. I'm not gonna watch his show. I'm not a fan of the show. But 
that to me makes sense. Ryan, yeah. Se- well, yeah, Ryan Seacrest. When he first came along, I didn't get it. Right. You know, because, you know, in this business, you try so hard to stand out. Right. Uh, and he didn't seem to have that going on. He just was there. Yeah, there's nothing he really was, distinctive. You know. He was well, a solid, steady hand. Right. When he, and, when he first came along, it was him and his morning show partner that started American Idol, and then right. the other oh, dude right. peeled off. And then yeah. he started producing other shows. Yeah. But, I, you know, we'll say we've, we've talked about this before as not our cup of tea, but the guy works his ass off. He does. <laughs> he really does work hard. And, you know, we've all been out to L.A. here and there. I mean, I, I to, to to be successful at that vibration, yeah. at that in that place, right? you really got to want it. You, you yeah. really do. Definitely. And I didn't make it. I couldn't do it. But, he, you know, he, he's... He just rides that wave and yeah. uh, without flinching, and uh, good on him, man. He, you know, he's got all those things that they look for. Yeah, you know, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, there's not there's nothing offensive about no. him. No, you know, and he's not trying to to stand out and, and jump up and down and, and look at me. Um, but he's he, he just comes in and does the show. He just comes in and, and does reliable. the work, and he's he's a steady hand. So good on him. Good on Ryan. That's great. And Billie Eilish still looks like she smells. 210-599-5555. We'll take a little break. We'll come back. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Ask your smart speaker to play us. This is Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's 940 on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. Weekend's coming. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Jerry, if you're out there, I, I, I meant to get to your call, so if you want to call us back, we'll put you on. Um, Hunter Biden. A um, lot of stuff coming out. You heard some uh, reporting there from Don Morgan on this uh, this whistleblower out of the IRS, Gary Shapley. He's all over the media now. He, I, I guess it was CBS. He, he went on CBS, and he was on the special report yesterday, Fox. Was with the uh, he's a 14 year veteran of the agency, the Internal Revenue Se- uh, Service, and uh, what we're hearing now is that the IRS was uh, getting ready to uh, you know looking into Hunter Biden and his taxes. They were about to get serious uh, concerning charges, search warrants, right. And uh, the Department of Justice, kind of what we're learning, put the kibosh on that. And uh, we have this guy, Gary Shapley. Uh, Let me just read you some of this. Um, Claims they were ready to go forward with uh, accusations that prosecutors uh, put an investigation into Hunter Biden's finances, quote, on the back burner, Shapley's words, uh, in the ramp up to the 2020 election. Uh, quote, this is, again, Gary Shapley. Between April and June 2020, we drafted an affidavit to execute a search warrant at a couple of different locations. And the prosecutors at the time stated that probable cause had been achieved. But as we moved closer to the election, it just seemed like they kept putting it on the back burner. And they didn't allow us to do that, to do that search warrant, even though the legal requirements to execute the search warrant were met. Um, we're now also hearing more stuff about Hunter Biden and, and the Chinese and demanding 10 million bucks. Uh, bus- the stuff about, you know, the, talking about the chairman, meaning the chairman of the Communist Party of China. Uh, we can make whatever you need happen, meaning he and his dad. Um, Another story came out yesterday that somebody, uh, through a Freedom of Information Act, looked at the White House logs, visitor logs, uh, for both when Joe Biden was vice president and as president. And we we know that Hunter Biden has spent an, uh, an extended amount of time at the White House with his dad. And yet, oddly, there's no logs, there's no logs, there's no entries for Hunter Biden ever visiting the White House. Now, there's a couple of uh, public events they listed. Uh, there's also other Biden uh, Bidens who, who who visited the White House on a regular basis. They're also not listed in the visitor logs. What's truly weird, uh, apart from everything, 
is listening to these people in the media twist on the hook trying to invert this story about Hunter Biden and and all these things, these allegations that we're learning about, preferential treatment, Department of Justice uh, uh, bringing to an end investigations into him via the IRS, via the FBI for that matter. The FBI itself itself, uh, has protected him. I think we all are aware of that. And then I got to sit and listen to the bilge yesterday and this week about how this is just about, you know, uh, how, you know, Joe Biden's just a great dad. He's being a great dad because Hunter's been a drug addict and he's had all kinds of problems. Cut the guy some slack. He's a recovering addict. Joe's just being a great dad by taking him to Camp David and letting him hang out at state dinners. We're finding out more that Hunter Biden's appearances at these state dinners were also apparently allegedly part of the wheeling and dealing with China and Ukraine and other folks. Yeah, I'll get you into the state dinner. You can talk to dad. And yet they're they're obsessing over Donald Trump, what, allegedly talking about Pentagon stuff, uh, claiming, you know, whatever, about, you know, an attack on Iraq. And there's a lot of uh, witness testimony. Trey brought this up. He's right. I was reading this yesterday. Brought, there's a lot of witness testimony who have been around Trump or, who were saying, well, no, he didn't. It didn't happen that way. Doesn't matter. But just wrap your mind around it. They, they want to put Donald Trump in a cage for whatever they can come up with. And you know what? They probably will. Meanwhile, the people who cannot shut up about white privilege, who cannot shut up about how horrible rich people are, who can't shut up about corruption in government, and yet they have mountains of evidence that a guy like Hunter, a skis like Hunter Biden and his dad before him and working in tandem, working in concert, are the very definition of privilege. Silence. <laughs> you know, silence. I mean, it, 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 what we're learning about the Bidens uh, and and specifically Joe Biden in regards to his son is that that man shouldn't spend another 30 seconds in the Oval Office. Let alone he and Hunter and, and James Biden being charged with crimes, which I believe they should be. They, they represent, I, I know you're probably getting tired of me saying this, but it's it's true. They represent everything that a good liberal should despise and hold in contempt and yet they will twist themselves up in knots putting out the nonsensical argument that joe's just being a good dad (laughs) wow man excellent 210-599-5555 Find what you're looking for. Local news coverage, local traffic. It's all waiting here. Locally oriented, which I like. On News Talk 550 KTSA. Local radio that's important to me. And FM 1071. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Let's go to Esteban. Esteban, what's going on? Man, I think Joe Biden has was behind everything from the beginning and as far as being a good dad if i was an addict if i misbehaved all the guys who i grew up with who i respected if they misbehaved if they were addicts dad would dad would abandon them till they came till they hit reality right you do wrong you get punished that's what good dads do Good dads don't let their sons be hellions. Hunter Biden has gotten away with everything his entire stupid, pathetic life. He really, what, what, that guy, what consequences that guy suffered with anything? You know, I mean, really, if you think about it. This is a guy who, you know, hooked up with his, his deceased brother's wife, man. I mean, my God. What a skis. Nah, I gotta go. 2105. Well, I'm sorry to cut you. I, I'm just getting low on time here. What a skis that guy is. Oh, so we went to Home Depot yesterday. This is kind of funny. It's always, and, and, and I know you guys laugh at me, you laugh at me, because I, I really kind of am the girl in the relationship with my wife, because, you know, she knows how to fix crap and, and, and 
She knows what all that crap is at Home Depot. You know, we're at Home Depot. She, she wants to seal off the, the garage, so she has to buy some foamy crap. And you can tell I'm the girl in the relationship because I don't go down the aisles. I just stand at the end of the aisle, you know, with the cart. Baby, do you, don't you need to get your foam thingies to do that thingy you want to do? You know, I don't know what the hell she's doing. I'm in Home Depot, and I'm afraid something heavy's going to fall on me. You know what I mean? I look up, I'm like, if that fell over, it'd kill me. That stack of things there. But you know what happened at the Home Depot yesterday? I didn't even tell her this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know what happened at the Home Depot? I hope the guy is listening. <laughs> Some dude checked out my woman. Mm-hmm. Some dude there in the elbow joint aisle. Right. And I'm, I stay in the aisle. I stay out of the aisles. I let my wife go down there and check the crap out, and I watch the cart. Listening. There was some guy there, a real freaking muscle head, one of those guys, some macho idiot. And I saw him checking out my wife when she came down. She didn't. He didn't realize I was. We were together because I'm right. staying by the cart, man. So far away from her. Staying by the cart near the metal sunflower displays. <laughs> He was giving Mrs. Ryman. He looked her over, over, man. Wow. So you know what I did? What I did? Did you find your foam thingies, honey, baby? Hey, <laughs> hey, how? Hey, hey, honey, woman, I am married to. Did you find your elbow joints? Did she ignore you? Well, yeah, she yeah, does when in that situation. Right. But the guy yeah. shot me a glance and then yeah. looked all embarrassed and crap. And like, he, I saw you checking out my wife, dude. He did a double take like, are you sure? She's <laughs> going home with me, pal. She's with him, yeah. I yeah. don't care what you think of me. She's going home with this, all right? And he walked away thinking, how nice of that young lady to take that homeless person <laughs> to Home Depot. I don't care what he thought. Checking her out. Guys like that I can't stand. It's a great line from the movie Barfly. Mm-hmm. Obviousness, unoriginal, macho energy, <laughs> ladies' man, represents everything I can't stand. Dude, checking out my woman at the Home Depot. Hey, go buy your nuts, pal. Go buy your nuts <laughs> and your bolts, all right? You're not proud? Whatever home renovation yeah, thing you're doing. Should be well, yeah, I kind of felt like a badass. Like, yeah, she with me, buddy. Yeah, she's your wife's with a me. beautiful lady. Come on. I'm in my jammies. But you know what? She's with me, pal. And I don't have to work out. And I don't have to work out. You know guys that drive big honking trucks? I don't have to worry about that. Um, well, I don't. I don't care. I, wear, I drive little cars because I got nothing to prove. And I hope that guy that checked out my woman at the Home Depot is listening right now. I doubt it. Uh, she called into bed with me last night, buddy. Uh, with you, you nut-buying weirdo. You nuts and bolts in your home renovations. And your little exercise leotard thing you were wearing at the Home Depot. <laughs> you stupid <laughs> yoga pants. <laughs> with your yuppie tattoos showing. He went home with me, pal. With me! We'll be right back. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Six minutes after 10. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Well, more gay stuff. I, Montgomery County, Maryland, uh, I'm very familiar with... Uh, Spending most of my youth or growing up in Maryland, it's it's a hoity-toity county. It's a lot of money, a lot of old money in Montgomery County, a lot of new money in Montgomery County. There's a lot of money in Montgomery County. Uh, Montgomery County is where a lot of folks who work in in uh, at the federal level uh, live, you know, and a uh, very expensive place. And Montgomery, the Montgomery County School District has uh, earned the ire, if you will, of parents because uh, while you can still opt out you can, as far as your kid participating in something, it's kind of standard stuff that when it comes to biological sex ed, like when I was a kid, you know, in middle school, you had to, your parents had to agree to it for you to go to the sex ed class. And you can still, it's, it's Maryland law that you can still opt out of the sex ed class. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, But interwoven throughout the new curriculum uh, is this gender stuff 
and uh, the trans stuff. And uh, parents are not allowed to opt their kids out. There will be no permission slips sent home. Uh, This is the actual stated policy from Montgomery County Public Schools. Family, uh, let's see. Uh, Families may not choose to opt out of engaging with any instructional materials other than family life and human sexuality, which is specifically permitted by Maryland law. As such, teachers will not send home letters to inform families when inclusive books are read in the future. This is for the uh, this is uh, coming up for the school year uh, once the summer winds down. And uh, yesterday and this week, you've had what is being described as an interfaith protest. Uh, Parents showing up, both Christians, Jews, Hindus, and Muslims, uh, protesting this policy. Say, well, no, we, (laughs) we, these are our children, and yes, we'd like a say in uh, uh, beyond reading, writing, and arithmetic, uh, you shoving this gender crap down their throats. For some of us, it's against our religious practices, which is supposed to be a constitutionally constitutionally guaranteed right in this country, an inalienable right to worship or not worship as you see fit. And that includes how you raise your kids. And uh, the school district is fighting against this. What's what's bizarre, the bizarre twist on this story is, uh, let's see, again, yeah, uh, Islamic, Christian, Jewish, and Hindu faiths were represented in this protest. Uh, and uh, you, you uh, the, the reason I think that the interfaith, uh, a lot of folks of faith showed up to pro- protest this particular school board is because of some statements made by a a a, a member of the of the of the uh, school board and a former public school teacher named Kristen Mink. You probably saw this video from last week. She was blasting and criticizing Muslim kids and Muslim parents who said the way they react to this gender crap is much like w- the way white supremacists act or react when it comes to things like CRT. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, they're, they're comparing, uh, uh, Christians to Muslims and saying, well, you're acting like fundamental, fundamentalist Muslims. This is interesting. Why is this interesting? Well, since nine 11, I don't know if you've noticed with the American left, you know, you, you can't look crossways at a Muslim. You're not supposed to be critical of Muslim. They will defend the Muslim faith. All damn day, but when it comes to the Christian faith, you know, Jews, well, it kind of depends. You know, if you're Israelis, you suck. It's okay to hate Israelis, all right? But if you're a Jew in L.A., nah, man, don't get anti-Semitic. That damn Mel Gibson. You know, so, uh, uh, but yeah, so they, they, they really don't know. Most liberals don't know what the hell to do with the Jews, to be honest with you. Even liberal Jews don't know what to do with Jews. But now the Christians are as bad as those fundamentalist Muslims. And that's interesting because, yeah, for a long time, man, you don't say nothing critical of the Islamic faith or you're Islamophobic, man. But this is the nature of the American left. This is the nature of it. This is the nature of that agenda, of that orthodoxy. They, they end up canceling out all kinds of other communities that classically they have fought for. If you look at the journey of feminism in America from its suffragette roots, uh, arguably at the end or the beginning of the last century, to earning the right to vote, which just celebrated a a few weeks ago or a month ago, uh, its 100th year anniversary or something like that. Feminism, like in a sense the journey towards gay acceptance has been a rocky journey and a lot of people sacrifice a hell of a lot to achieve the status for women of just being citizens who can vote. You know? And you have the American left in this country right now crapping all over feminism, crapping all over women. Uh, I believe because they want to, really what they want to do is erase men you know the sort of the classic idea of uh, of 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 a male of of what is masculinity, 
which they've rebranded as toxic and somehow bad. They want to get rid of dudes, uh, so they're turning them into women, and the collateral damage is, well, women got to cease to exist. Uh, women just don't really know what it's like to be a woman. <laughs> And it's kind of the same thing with what you're seeing with this thing. Like you, Chris, you're just like Muslims in your hatred of of inclusivity. Oh, I thought Muslims were cool. <laughs> you know, the, the, their whole agenda is so twisted up and knotted right now; it's tripping over itself. It, it's weird to watch. You know, uh, and really, and I, this is something that I say a lot that the, if you want to look at the trans community and a lot of this stuff is trans based, it's not, it's not even about gay people. It's not even about gay kids. This is this trans trip that's going on right now. Okay. Uh, it, it is undoing in people's minds, I think. And I said this in the first hour, a, a lot of gains that have been made by that community. It's the same thing with, uh, with the feminism, feminism of the left in this country. Feminism in the, on the left is dead. Feminism, which I believe in, honestly, <laughs> that's another one of those aspects of my, of my nature, of my worldview that is sometimes in conflict with, uh, with doing conservative talk and that I, I'm, you know, frankly, I am, I'm, I, 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 big feminist i've always been and i'm watching the american left dismantle feminism well not the american left the left in general lifting their legs and peeing on feminism every single time they argue for the rights of a man over a woman in situations that were typically uh you know uh the purview of women biological women biology itself we talked yesterday about this local professor at a community college who got fired, allegedly, because he was teaching simple biology about X and Y chromosomes. I mean, it, the really perplexing part of this entire journey is you now have people arguing for nonsense. And they're arguing that nonsense in support of the rights of men. It is the very definition of toxic masculinity by their own word. This is what they think is so bad about men. A woman pisses them off, they kick their ass. They beat the crap out of them. That's what the tranny dudes are doing right now. They're doing things with kids that if you and I did it, we'd be arrested. And well, we should be. It's so bizarre. Now, the, the community itself, gay people, trans people, you know, it's kind of like black people for them, although black people right now are waking up to this crap. They're not really about the business of lifting people up. They're not choosing love. In fact, the political forces at work with the trans community couldn't give two craps about the trans community. And as soon as the trans community no longer serves their purpose as the useful idiots they are, the American left will cut them loose and actually chew them up and spit them out again. Because it really isn't about trans. It's really not about gay versus straight. And you know it if you're paying attention. It's about control. It's about having some community to use at your disposal to demonize people whom you politically uh, disagree with or, or want to cancel out. That's really what's at play here. The trannies are being used just like black people were used for, for, a few gener- for many generations by the American left. Just like any number of minority groups and underrepresented groups were used by the American left to gain things politically, to achieve things politically. The, the folks pouring over the border whose lives suck and who are bringing suckiness with them. Okay, uh, the dreamers, the so-called dreamers, the so-called refugees and migrants. Again, the political forces in this country couldn't give two craps about those people, but they serve a purpose. And that's really what's at play here. And that's how you end up with sex books in the hands of kids, pornography in the hands of kids in elementary school, while people with college degrees, grown-ass adults with college degrees, start saying Christians are just as bad as those evil Muslims because they're against this. They're just, they're all like white supremacists. It's bizarre. 210-599-5555. 
This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. They call me and react to anything that's tumbling out of my mouth. 210-599-5555. Let's see on on the crime blotter. From the crime blotter. Daniel Penny uh, is pleading not guilty uh, to uh, manslaughter charges and negligent homicide charges. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I, that dude's screwed one way or the other. <laughs> this is political, man. You know it. You know it. You know, uh, it sucks for that guy because I, I, I don't think it's going to go well for him. They're making a, an example of him. And we live in this weird moment where... Pretty much anybody who gets involved is punished one way or the other, right? Whether you're a cop or you're just some guy in a subway, you know, you do something, you intervene to to accomplish something to save people or keep people keep people safe, and uh, and they're getting they're getting knocked down because of it. That's why this is why when something horrible is happening to somebody on the in the middle of the street, everybody else just stands around with their cameras out, with their phones out. And then we have uh, a very strange case out of Minnesota, you know. And I've spent a little time in Minnesota. My, my, well, my, uh, the Midwest, you know, my entire family comes from Decorah, Iowa. Ufta. And we have a young man there in Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> He's 19. Uh, he has a, t- a heart tattoo under his eye. And he goes into a restaurant and uh, just starts tossing Skittles at people. He's he's accused of, of throwing Skittles at people uh, in a restaurant. His name is Tristan Statina. He's 19. He obviously has some personal issues. And he went to a restaurant and began throwing Skittles at employees and customers. Uh, one woman even claimed that he hit her so hard with a skittle that uh, she now has a stinging pain in her back area. Uh, the cops are called and they they caught the kid. He, if you look at a picture of, you look at his mugshot. He looks like a nine year old. It's kind of bizarre. He's got face tattoos and he looks like a nine year old. And apparently when they tried to arrest him, he was, uh, you know, he was fighting the cops. He tried to trip a cop. He's just a little booger, you know. And it, what, what, what you have to wonder, how did this idea come into his head? Where, how did that happen? How did that come up as an option, man? I'm going to go into a restaurant and start throwing Skittles at people, you know. I, I'm not even sure how that even comes up, dude. I, I, I you know, I, I wanted to throw stuff at people on occasion in my life. Haven't we all? Haven't we all wanted to, you know, throw something at somebody at some point, you know, because they pissed you off or you need to get rid of some aggression or what have you? I'm not suggesting we start throwing things at each other. But we've all had that, I guess, that that primal instinct. I'm just trying to figure out, James, how that translates into freaking Skittles. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Gravel, I could understand. Small rocks, marbles. Taste the but rainbow. Skittles? <laughs> I don't know. Is this, this a gay thing? I don't Because of the rainbow no, nature of Skittles? That's just their slogan is taste the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. Or feel the wrath of it. I don't know. The guy obviously is not all there. I'm just saying that if some 19-year-old puke were throwing Skittles at my wife and I, I'd get up and I'd do a, I'd do a, I'd do a, uh, a, uh, a Wyatt Earp slap. You know, like Tombstone. I'd just slap him. <laughs> I would slap him. I'd slap the crap out of some kid if he was sitting there throwing Skittles at my wife, okay? I'm just trying to figure out what the hell is going on in this little puke's mind that that came up as an option. I'm going to go into that restaurant and just start tossing Skittles at people. Now, the lady that says she's having back problems I because think of a Skittle? exaggerating just a little. <laughs> Rhymes with Skittle. They're, right. They're, they're not... So, they're, they're not Okay, they're not golf balls. He's he's throwing skittles at you, sweetheart. It's it's not leaving a mark, probably. It's not a Werther's original. Those are hard that candy. would hurt, man. That's hard candy, man. Or some milk duds that would hurt your ass. But you know, skittles, 
strange world we live in. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Well, in, when the guy because he's gonna he's facing a year and a half in jail for this. I don't want him to go to jail just because I don't want the you know what's going to happen to that kid in cell block D. His nickname's going to be Skittles. What, what, what are you in here for, kid? I killed nine people. Well, yeah, I was throwing Skittles at people in a restaurant, man. Guess who's going to be carrying whose tray? That's all I'm saying. You my little puppy now. You my little Skittle throwing puppy now. You're going to taste the rainbow. You're going to taste the rainbow a number of times, and you ain't going to like it. All right. 2105. That was gross. Sorry. 210 Your smart speakers are only smart because they listen to KTSA. In the car, at work, at home. Tell your smart speaker to play KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's the Sean Show. I'm Sean. Happy Wednesday. You know, Richard Grinnell, uh, in the Trump administration, was the acting director of national intelligence. Uh, You know, he's a pretty impressive guy, and uh, he was the first openly gay person to ever serve in a presidential uh, cabinet, uh, first one, openly gay. Uh, I remember when uh, he was appointed, and he was appointed, uh, uh, he was a replacement for the guy before him, basically. I mean, it, it, this is how it came about. Uh, but it, but it's a true thing. He, he did serve. He was an ambassador to Germany prior to that. And then uh, Trump uh, appointed him acting director of national intelligence. Uh, so, yes, he, he holds the distinction of being the first openly gay cabinet member ever, long before Pete Buttigieg, who was, you know, have you noticed he's MIA? You don't hear from that guy. You don't see that guy ever since Palestine, man. You don't, that guy's gone, man. Uh, so anyway, uh, you know, he, he, he was honored in, in the state Senate in California. Uh, he was honored by Senate Republicans. And, uh, wow, every Democrat walked out. They walked off the floor in disgust. Uh, Democrat Senator Scott Weiner. Uh, claims that uh, Richard Grinnell is a, quote, self-hating gay man. Because, you know, if, if, you, don't, if you don't support Democrats, and, and give me a call, react to this, 210-599-5555. Yeah, and you know this, there's a political plantation. Black people are on it or are supposed to be on it, Hispanics, gay people, anybody that classically the Democrats claim out of their buttholes that they're all about supporting and giving a voice to the people who are not heard and blah, blah, blah. But, man, do they turn on you if you don't support the Democrat agenda. First openly gay man in a presidential candidate, or a cabinet, rather, and they walk out. They turn their backs on him. And this is the usual crap you hear, right? You hear this about African Americans all the time when they're Republicans or they're conservatives. Well, you just really don't you you don't want to be black. You really want to be white. You're not re- Biden said it. You're not really black if you don't vote for me. And so very obviously, Richard Grinnell, they have psychologically analyzed him. And the only reason women, they get women get this crap all the time when they're conservative, right? They're either just doing what their white husbands and are telling them to do, right? Or they're doing it because they hate themselves. Richard Grinnell is a self-hating gay man. That's why he votes against the, the uh, leftist orthodoxy. And really, you know, I, our guy, what was the guy's name that we, the guy, we got to listen to Trey's interview with this guy that from New York that we had on the, uh, pizza guy give me pizza or give me death 
Because didn't he say, like, you know, self-hating liberals that, uh, you know, they want to, they're unhappy and miserable to hate themselves, so they want to take away your pizza in regards to this brick oven crap in New York? That's kind of, he's right. Why are you liberal Democrats so hateful and filled with spite? Why are you so unhappy, man? You th- you'd think they'd be happy. Hey, first cabinet position filled by a gay guy. Openly gay. And if you remember when Trump announced it, and this guy was the was it was a member of the diplomatic corps of this country. He was a our dipl, our diplomat to journey, uh, Germany, pretty intense uh, position to fill given our relationship with Germany. They're an ally, supposedly. You'd think they'd be, you know, applauding this, and they turn their backs in disgust because politically, he's not supporting the orthodoxy. Now you should take that again, as a window into the generalized soul of the Democratic Party. That You know what? It really ain't about you being gay. It really ain't about you being black. It sure as hell ain't about you being a woman. It's about politics, control, money, all that cheap stuff. 210-599-5555. Here's George. George! How you doing, George? I'm doing fine, Sean, and you? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Oh, this professor over at St. Philip. What's that? Are you on speaker? No. There you are. Now I got you. Okay, what are you saying? What are you thinking? The the professor over at St. Philip got fired. Who who would we complain to about? Who who would you complain to about that? Yeah. You know what? I don't know. I guess you could complain to the college itself. What was the college again? I, I've already forgotten what the college was. St. Phillips. St. Phillips. Uh, yeah, call them up and complain or send them a message. I mean, I, I don't know that it's going to do any good because, again, these are not people who obviously work in logic. <laughs> when you fire a biology <laughs> professor for teaching biology, you are not engaged in a reasonable conversation. So yeah, you you wonder what the hell they are thinking. Nah, it it I, I don't know. This is the age of the stupid. <laughs> we live in the era of the moron. So I I don't know what they were thinking. Everybody's trying to outwoke everybody else, and it's it's pathetic and weird. I agree. All right, George. Thanks for the call, brother. Uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Senator Scott Weiner. Just wanted to say it one more time. He's a Democrat. It's Sean on News. Why are all the pervy and weird Democrats named Wiener? Uh, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. When do you listen to 550 KTSA and FM 1071? As soon as I uh, get up in the morning. A morning of news and information starts a great day. Traffic reports. The national and local news. Sports. Weather. The KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware at 5 a.m. Makes my morning. Followed by Ware and Rima at 7. Only on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Again, check out Trey's uh, interview with Scott Lebedo on the podcast on KTSA.com. It's a really good interview. That's a, He's an interesting dude. He's a painter, too. His painting's pretty good. Looked up some of the some of his work. He does largely patriotic stuff. This is the man who gave us the, the new credo of the age, give me pizza or give me death. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was actually reading some Alexander Solzhenitsyn uh, quotes. Uh, who was a man who had the cojones to stand up against the Soviet system. Uh, You can resolve to live your life with integrity. Let your credo be this. Let the lie come into the world. Let it even triumph, but not through me. Give me pizza or give me death. (laughs) I already ordered the beanie, James. I already got the, Don, I already got the beanie and I already ordered my $20 beanie with the, with the slogan on it, man. So I can start I wearing it. that everywhere, man. I love it. That guy was hilarious. Yeah, he's he's a he's a funny guy and he's a very smart guy and he He knows what he's doing. We need more plain speakers, man. Especially from New York. I love that. Plus I love that accent. There's two accents that when somebody dresses you down in that accent, you really feel like a piece of crap. First the New York accent. 
and then a, a deep Southern accent like uh, John Kennedy, Senator John Kennedy. Right. Yeah, but Kennedy does it slowly. New Yorkers don't. That's a, they're uh, up, up they're, tempo. They're, what are you looking at, you piece of crap? I mean, it's yeah, they're, they're moving a little quicker. Because in my experience, when they call you something like that, you have to take a minute and, and, and ask them, what did you just say? <laughs> oh, bless your heart. Yeah. <laughs> You're such a sweet little dear. Let me explain once again how stupid you really are. You know, that, that you can really insult the crap out of somebody with, a, with that kind of an accent going. Right. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, at, at my house, when somebody does something ridiculous, it's, well, at least they're pretty. <laughs> what? <laughs> at least they're pretty? That's a good one. <laughs> at least they're yeah. pretty. Right. I've tried that at my house. I get, oh, who is this that you think is pretty, Mr. John? No, I'm not the one saying that. Oh, oh. No, I'm the, you know, I'm the, what a dumbass. <laughs> oh, I get you. Yeah. I get you. I get you. And George is like, well, at least they're pretty. Well, I see. Yeah. Oh, I see. Well, at least right. they're pretty. Yeah. There we go. Right. Give me pizza or give me death. You know, People may roll their eyes at that or think he's just being funny, and maybe to a certain extent he is. But can we not accept that in the United States of America, I know it has Italian origins, right? but pizza is a major food group for Americans. Well, you can find <laughs> it. A, a yeah, place I mean, sells it on every corner. Well, yeah, right? I mean, Americans love their freaking pizza, man. I don't care what kind you like, man. You know, I mean, I'm not a classist. I'm not an elitist. I like Peter Piper. I like their freaking pizza, man. You know, like, uh, Peter Piper, it's just good, basic eating pizza, man. Yeah. Eating and playing skee-ball pizza, okay? I, ha- I had Little Caesar for the first time in a long time the other day. That's not bad. If you don't mind lukewarm five, you know, well, now seven ninety nine dollars pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but point being, you know, whether you're talking about Chicago-style, deep-dish Sicilian, New York-style, where all you need is one piece for six months, you know, whatever right. you're talking about, Americans love their freaking pizza. So it, it, it to be a clarion call, if you will, in our age, you know, give me liberty or give me death. Pizza, in a sense, kind of represents liberty, you know, yeah. in this country. Your ability to get a freaking pizza. There are all kinds of people out there, you know, they don't want you to have brick oven pizza because that does something uh, to the air. These same people are whacking whales and dolphins left and right, couldn't care less. But man, don't you don't you fire up that brick oven, you know? Or maybe they're you know they want to protect the animals, not the whales, but they want to protect all the other animals. So don't put sausage or beef, you know. Eat vegan pizza, you know. Don't eat don't eat deep dish because some people got to be gluten free and it makes them feel bad. <laughs> you know, pizza really does represent uh, American. Uh, innovation, because we have so many different kinds of pizza. We got pizza rolls, which are big in my house. We love. We could live on pizza rolls, hot pockets filled with pizza we crap. We don't have pizza without the immigrants. Well, it's a it's an immigrant thing. I brought uh, the Italian immigrants brought this to us. I don't even know. Do they, do they even eat freaking pizza in Italy? I don't even know if they do. They do. <laughs> it's probably a lot different than like from- a box full of Gino's pizza rolls. You know. Yeah. Probably a far cry from a Totino's, which I actually love. That's right. it's 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 a, it's a big pizza cracker, is what it is. You know, so pizza <laughs> equals America. Pizza is liberty. Pizza is, you know, it it's it's a part of our the very fabric of our culture. You're a pizza cracker. I'm a I am a pizza <laughs> eat, I, I'm a pizza eating cracker. Yeah. I wanted to no, ask but I him. No, I'm not, because I don't put freaking pineapple on my freaking pizza like Democrats do. What? I wanted to ask him while he was on the phone with Trey, where did he get the pizza? That he was tossing? That he was tossing. I'm assuming it wasn't from Carmine's on 44th. <laughs> it was probably Domino's or something like something he didn't want to eat. No, anyway. no, no. It must have been Little Caesar. That's the pizza you'd yeah. throw if you got to throw pizza at somebody. Little Caesar, okay? Yeah, but the slices are pretty to go big, pizza. So. You know, honestly, if you did heat up a Totino's party pizza, which I love, right, and flung that like a frisbee at somebody, it could do some damage to their neck if you hit them in the neck. You know, that could be a new game: frisbee golf using those pizzas. Well, it's like pickleball, yeah. right, or or cornhole. <laughs> I don't know why every time I say cornhole, I think something else is yeah, going on. But anyway, you know, I'm just saying, pizza throwing could be the next big rage in America. I'm just. Give me pizza or give me death is a great line. 
and I think it is purely, uh, 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 it purely works for the moment we're in right now. Keep your freaking hands off my freaking pizza, man. And while you're at it, keep your freaking mitts off the rest of my life, too. Get off my damn lawn. I'm eating my pizza here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get off my lawn and leave my pizza alone. Mm-hmm. So good on him. I'm going to start. I might get that tattooed on my body somewhere uh, as a reminder of where, this moment. Where do you think you would get that tattooed? Oh, you don't want to know. Yeah, I'm, I'm running well, out of space. I, I, so, I do, you know, I do want I, to know. I'm That's running out I of ask. space, so I, I, I would have to go somewhere that maybe I wouldn't. You should go neck tattoo, so get some street cred on Gilbo. I've always threatened right. my wife that you I was going to get like a like an eye ta- a face tattoo that, or neck this could tattoo be it. just this to mess with her. little pizza slice right there under your eye. little pizza slice right under my eye, man. And they give me pizza or give me death, you know, on my yeah, neck. You're not fooling around. You're hardcore. That's Come right, on. man. When I rolling down New Gilboa and I'm cranking Cindy Lauper, she's so unusual with my bass cranking and thumping, man. I got my pizza tattoo, so you know where I stand, man. Give me pizza or give me death, man, or I kick your ass. Yeah, that's that'll be me. I'll be I a tough sh- guy rolling down New Gilbo on the way to the churches. I will she-bop you right here. <laughs> I'll she-bop you all over town, you know, <laughs> you cl- cross, give me the stink eye. Keep your communist hands off me. <laughs> Keep your gay communist hands off my pizza. <laughs> we didn't invent it, but we eat the snot out of it. Do you ever have a taco pizza, man? <laughs> we came up with that, huh? <laughs> We put the taco fixings on the pizza. That's who we are. Rolling down New Gilbo with Cindy Lauper thumping. So I roll. I'm representing. Sugar right. butt. Sugar butt. That's how you That's roll. That's how I roll, sugar butt. Got to remember that. That's how I roll. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, ex- my executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. You do not interfere with a New York Italian and his pizza. <laughs>